You're listening to Soap Dirt, the latest in television entertainment news. Hey there, reality TV fans. This is Soap Dirt, and we have a Thousand Pounds Sisters divorce exclusive. Nobody but us has the entire divorce petition filed by Michael Halterman against Amy Slayton. You might have seen some news stories where they're saying divorce documents obtained by... No. If you look at those stories, nobody has the documents. We've got them. You can hear the paper. Those are divorce documents. No one has it. The only information anybody has is this little nugget that's available on the Kentucky court site showing that he filed that she's the defendant, actually called the respondent, and the date that it was filed, and then the date of the next hearing. That's it. Nobody has the documents but us. Let's dig in. We've got two pieces to this divorce filing. One is the petition for dissolution of marriage, and the other is a motion for temporary relief that he filed. So right now, there's this document in play and then the restraining order that she asked for. So Michael filed it, and as part of the petition, he lists that he's 40 years old. It lists his date of birth and it lists his home in Sturgis, Kentucky. I believe that to be the home where they resided in, but there's a couple of conflicting things in this divorce document. There's also a couple of really weird typos, which is very strange. It lists his social security number, says he was born in Kentucky and resided there for 180 days prior to the filing of this petition. And that's to set up the proper venue. You have to be living in a state generally for six months to be able to file your divorce petition there. You can get married anywhere you want, but you, there are rules on where you can file for divorce. It says he is not currently employed. So if you're wondering what Michael Halterman does for a living, according to this court case, nothing. Uh, it says this is his second marriage, and this is the first typo in the, the court case, and it's funny. She has no guardian or conservator, it says, but they're talking about Michael, and as far as we know, he hasn't changed his pronouns, so this is just a typo made in these legal papers and not the only one. Item number two in the divorce petition lists that Amy is 35 years of age. It lists her date of birth and it says her current residence is believed to be, and then it lists the address in Morganfield, Kentucky. So it sounds like he's not a hundred percent sure where she's living, which is kind of interesting since she's got the kids. It says her social security number is unknown to him, which is also kind of interesting. I know my husband's social security number. Most people do know their husbands and wives, but apparently he doesn't. Strange. It says that Amy was born in Indiana, but has resided in Kentucky for 180 days prior to the filing. Again, that's to, to set up that they're both in the right venue for this. The next typo is very interesting because it gives information and because it's so badly written. She not believed to be employed. Not believed to be. Okay, so bad grammar, but also interesting because it doesn't list her as employed filming a reality TV show. It doesn't list that she's working for TLC. Technically, none of them work for TLC. Their contract is with Crazy Legs Production that makes the show Thousand Pound Sisters, but it doesn't list that either. It just says that she's not employed that he believes. So does that mean they're not filming and that the series is over? Is this kind of a little spoiler in here? Hmm, time will tell. Uh, it also says that this is her first marriage and she has no guardian or conservative and it lists her maiden name is Slayton, as we all know. Now, 
The next part is just legal mumbo jumbo saying that they're in the right jurisdiction and venue based on law and where they both live. The next section says they were married March 15th, 2019. So we're at just right past when these were filed, two days shy of their fourth anniversary. Uh, It says they were married in Union County, Kentucky, and the marriage is registered there. Then it says the parties became separated on February 24th, 2023. Since then, they've lived separately and apart. That date is very important because that's the day that Amy called the police. She called 911 on Michael. They were arguing at their home, and she said that he got violent and was throwing things around and that the argument was related to the breakup of their marriage. And indeed, it does seem like that day and with the police coming, that was it. They were done. He left. Four days after that was when she went to the court and asked for an emergency protective order against him. And that EPO is addressed in the other case document. The next part says neither is currently pregnant or on active duty in the armed forces. So if you're worried, is Amy pregnant with baby number three? According to the divorce papers, she is not. Now, this section lists there is an EPO in effect between the parties. That's an emergency protective order. It is set for a hearing in March. Now, the next section addresses their kids. It says there are two minor living children born of their marriage. It doesn't spell out their names because they are minors, but Gage Halterman born 2020 and Glenn Halterman born 2022. At all times since birth, the children have resided in the care of one or both parties and resided at the address specified in section one above. And that address specified in section one is where it says Michael's living. So that sounds like he stayed in the home and she moved out. And we are seeing on her social media stuff, her with Tammy at a place together with the kids. So that's kind of interesting. The last little bullet point of the petition is that their marriage is irretrievably broken with no reasonable prospect of reconciliation. And then the petition asks that their marriage be dissolved that they issue temporary and permanent orders to identify and assign marital assets, property, and debts in an equitable manner and orders pertaining to child custody. So it looks like he's asking to split their assets. So I don't know if they've got reality TV money stashed away somewhere. I mean, with him being unemployed, are they going to set up Child support, child support is not addressed in this document. Um, it asked that the court restore Amy's name if she wants that. She probably does. And then it's asked for any relief to which Michael Halterman may be entitled under law. So that's the basic divorce. It's a page and a half filing. Then we have this second petition filed along with it is a motion for temporary relief. And it says this matter will come up for hearing in Union Family Court March 22nd. In fact, We contacted the court today, and this motion will not be heard in court until May. It was tabled. So for right now, it looks like that EPO stands until this piece is argued out before the judge. So this is what they're asking for, not what they've gotten. It's a motion, but the motion isn't binding unless the judge approves it and signs off on it, and he can approve different sections of it. He doesn't have to approve the whole motion and her attorneys might file something to fight it, no doubt. 
So the first little piece, it says that they should attend a case management conference to expedite the divorce. That's fine. It also has a section asking to prevent dissipation, closure of bank accounts, and any other language preventing the parties from using contested property as collateral. What it's saying is that they don't want either of them to be able to drain their bank accounts, close their bank accounts, or any assets they have like cars or their house should not be used as collateral for a loan, like not taking out a second mortgage or a line of credit, things like that. Then it also asks for a mutual civil restraining order to stay in place while the divorce is litigated. And it says that this piece asks that they both remain 500 feet from each other at all times, that they not make any public statements or social media postings about the divorce or each other. There's, it's written out in legal mumbo jumbo. I'm paraphrasing for you. Um, it says that the parties must stay 500 feet from each other's residence while the case is pending, except by agreement or where they need to recover personal property. The next uh, section specifies that they communicate through their lawyers or a court-approved app, and it lists a couple. Then it asks that Amy and Michael file 2022 taxes separately and that each of them would get to claim one minor child on their taxes. So that means one of them would would claim Gage and the other would claim Glenn. Uh, It also asks for the court to give temporary joint custody of the kids to them both. And it says they believe that there's a presumption of joint custody and says both parties have been in a caregiver role. If you've been watching the season of Thousand Pound Sisters that just ended, it's a long-running source of frustration. And this may just be a situation where they're giving him an unkind edit because they film hours and hours of footage and distill it down to like eight hours of episodes, but they filmed for weeks, so perhaps even months. So they had a lot of footage to choose from. And at most family outings, we see Amy juggling the kids or her sisters helping out. And generally there's Michael sitting at a table eating or having a beer and not participating. Now, does that mean he's not a co-caregiver or does it mean he's just getting an edit to create drama for the reality show? According to his divorce papers, he is an active caregiver. They also asked that the court set up a shared parenting schedule for each of them to maximize the time that they get to spend with their kids. And it says there's no other custody or parenting orders in place for these kids. The final piece says that Michael can enter the marital residence at an agreed-upon time and date to recover his clothing, paperwork, and personal effects and says he doesn't mind if somebody supervises it. What's a little bit strange about that one is in the main petition, it lists his address in what sounds like their home. So I don't know if this was a typo because there's already two typos in this divorce papers and His attorney needs to probably talk to his paralegals about this. So we checked with the court this morning. There's no hearing on this motion until May 8th, and we will update you, but it doesn't look like there's going to be any action on this divorce for a couple of months. But there you have it. Those are the divorce papers. Nobody else has them. You can check soapdark.com. We are going to publish snippets of these so you can actually see the divorce papers so be sure and go over to soapdark.com to our thousand pound sisters category and check for those divorce papers today thank you for listening and we hope to keep you current on everything going on with thousand pound sisters and this is the latest exclusively from soap dirt on the divorce of amy slayton and michael halterman 
Thank you for being a loyal listener. Follow us wherever you get your podcast because you don't want to miss the next episode. Soap Dirt is on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. 